The following audio is via a Skype call. Let's talk about your juicy love with me, Luna Drake. We explore relationships, dating, sacred union, communication, conscious love, healthy boundaries, and much more. As a dating and relationship coach for over five years, with a background in shamanic healing and metaphysical work, I've helped men and women, young and old, from all walks of life. My mission is to increase peace, joy, and love on planet Earth. So listen in and stay juicy. Una, what a great show we're getting ready to have here today, yeah? Yeah, I'm excited to be here. We're going to be talking about the ecology of connection. And I just think that's so foundational for any juicy life, let alone juicy love. Well, I mean, I love that you're taking this on because for the first part, um, you know, looking at the ecology of connection uh, is one thing. Navigating it is another. So let's talk about, you know, as you do this and you work with people and you are the person that has created, right? For those the, of, of you just tuning in, uh, Una Drake is somebody that has crafted a way for us to look at all of the amazing relationships and connections we want in life and calls it your juicy love. And so when we think about this, we look at how to find a dynamic and life-affirming love that we've always wanted. But somehow along the way, to that place, we also have to look at the relationships. We have to look at how we are in the world, how we show up. And so what Una has been doing for decades is taking all of her skills, all of her holistic healing, all of her learning, all of her life experiences and said, I can help you. I can help you have that juicy love. One of the things though, that would get in the way of that Una is not knowing how to navigate through the ecology of connection, right? Yeah, I think some, it's common, I think, for people to not really kind of understand maybe some of the things that they need to do, you know, to create the rich connections in their life. I I think um, there's a lot of focus in American culture and society and just our our tradition, you know, as a nation, we focus on independence and self-sufficiency and I can do it myself. And uh that can that's great i mean that's wonderful in 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 many many ways but i think it's left a lot of people in american culture lonely and isolated really at the end of the day uh mm-hmm. you know especially you know rugged individualism can be fabulous if you are a pioneer you know <laughs> or uh, maybe uh, you know in in business for yourself or uh you know really shooting to get ahead in in your career a lot of times you need to pull yourself up by your bootstraps and, uh, you know, really rely on your own resources and your own grit. But um, for having that juicy life and those juicy connections and creating an ecology of connection around us and cultivating an ecology of connection in our own lives so that we can have that juice, you know, that the the love and the just the the other layer of life, Mm -hmm. you know, (laughs) you can have all the success and money that you want. But it, in my, in my mind, if you don't have the connections around you, the love around you and in your life and your relationships, uh, then what's it all for? You know, yeah. I don't, yeah. you'll just go to bed, uh, you know, lonely. <laughs> That's yeah. no fun. So, uh, you know, I think, uh, I think a lot of people in our culture just don't, haven't necessarily cultivated the the skills that they need to uh, to create those connections around them. You know, if they move out of their hometown and they don't, you know, have automatically the friends that they went to school with or, um, you know, any, any other number of, of reasons. Yeah. Uh, I mean, don't you think, though, what we're talking about is fundamental. It's fundamental if we want to have juicy love we got to step into the world of some basics. And, and part of this, I know you've talked about this before, where you've talked about the relationships we have with ourselves, right? Sure. But as individuals and in, in our country, we are considered an individualistic culture in the United States. Now, clearly with people coming in from other cultures, that's changing a little bit. But the outside world looks at us compared to, let's say, my relatives down in South America, you know, who 
they are a collectivist, a community culture, right? How does that play out with us here as Americans? How does that focus on individualism and independence, how does that play out with us when we're looking for navigating these waters, sometimes really rough waters of relationships? Yeah, well, uh, I think many people in our culture, and it's encouraged in our culture to put an emphasis on uh, on getting ahead on your own. And so uh, if you look at, um, I'm thinking of like, uh, you know, hierarchy of needs, you know, like Maslow's hierarchy of needs and some other models, but uh, a lot of people focus on getting respect before they focus on getting love. And, uh, and, you know, so they, there can be an emphasis on, uh, just focusing on your own needs, focusing on your own career, et cetera, which is, again, it's fine, but I think it's not as acceptable or it's not as, uh, encouraged in our society as a whole to, um, to really prioritize, uh, relationships and, the truth is, is that sometimes, sometimes uh, that means putting other parts of your life, you know, on the back burner, or it can, it can mean making some hard choices. And, uh, you know, if, if you've only received the message that that's, that's not okay, or, you know, never prioritize, you know, friends or family above work, um, which some people do get that message for sure, mm -hmm. um, then, uh, you know, that, that, that's hard. You know I mean? Then you could have a great career, but not maintain healthy relationships. Oh boy. You know, you nailed it. Yeah. You nailed it. See, sometimes we get confused, Una, don't we? When we take a look at somebody and they're uber successful, right? Like whatever they are in the outer world, they got the great job. They got the boss, they got the car that, well, whatever that looks like the shiny things. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and, that doesn't always mean that they are champions at relationship building. It, it, it doesn't on the outside. And so there's, there's sometimes a misconception, but there's something you said I want to get back to, and I'd love for you to talk more about it. Sure. When we are not, let's say, great at, at, at filling the relationship gap, it le relationships, by the way, we are meant as human beings to be in relationship with each other. And if we cannot be, it is painful. There is a hole inside of us. And we in our society right now, we're filling that with every kind of feel good thing we can put in our body, whether it's that extra bag of popcorn that you're going to sit there and eat, or maybe it's the movies that you just can't turn off. Or if you're like me, maybe you want to go into watching Stranger Things now, the entire series, four times in a row. But the point is, I'm well aware that that's what I'm doing. Tell us a little bit about that gap that we are trying to fill. Uh, yeah. I mean, human beings are social creatures. You nailed it. We are meant to be in, in connection, in community with other human beings. And if we're lacking that fundamental connection, then we're going to feel it. It's going to be a void in, in our life. And uh, we're going to feel pain and loneliness, emptiness. And yes, uh, many people do feel that with addictions, basically. I mean, some people uh, say that the fundamentally addiction is, is not about like a, like a substance abuse or it, it's less about what the person's addicted to and more about the lack of actual connection in their life. Because I think we, you know, we get fed with love from other people, from the relationships that are in our life. And, and uh, if we don't have that, if we don't have the connections and the, the love from from other people, from a you know genuine connections and in the people around us. It doesn't have to be like a romantic relationship. No. I mean, in fact, that's what we're talking about. It should be many you know relationships uh, of different types, but that feed us on an emotional level. Um, uh, and you know, I think basically addictions is what people feel that with if they yeah. don't have that in their life. I mean, you know, it can be food addiction, uh, you know, work addiction. Um, uh, or, you know, stronger, you know, like um, alcohol or, you know, opiates, um, you know, all, all sorts of things that people use to 
try to make themselves feel good. And I think a large part of that, you know, I'm not an addiction expert, but in, I think a lot of that is because people feel fundamentally lonely and not good enough. And, you know, we're all human. <laughs> we all need connection and nobody's perfect. Um, but I think that some people, they don't feel worthy to reach out and, and have good relationships with other people, or they just don't know how, or every time they have, they've, um, you know, gotten smacked down, so to speak, or they, you know, met with what they perceive as rejection. Uh, and it, it could be really challenging. And some people, um, you know, maybe they just, they just don't know how to reach out and, and establish those connections that, that all of us need. Yeah. I, I want to take a short break because when we come back, I really want to, I really want to get back to what we're talking about here today, because one of the things that we forget, uh, Una, is exactly what you're talking about. And that is that there are other relationships in life that feed us. Um, sometimes when we go down the pathway of being so isolated and so alone, and by the way, you nailed it. Most addictions or programs on addiction point to number one worst energy outside of resentment. The number one enemy is isolation. And so that's why so many treatment centers don't do things with individuals. Um. They do things in groups. When we come back, we're going to talk about something that also is important. What about those fairy tale expectations? What about those things we expect people to do, to be, to act like? What about the expecting them to do it over and over and over and over again? And they don't, but we still expect them to do that. Stay tuned. We'll be back. Una Drake is in the house navigating the ecology of connection. We'll be right back. Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit jenroyster.com for more information. Join Jennifer Noel Taylor on the hit show Quantum Touch Radio, supercharging your life on transformationtalkradio.com. You'll take a quantum journey as we reveal powerful yet simple steps to create more abundance, better health, emotional and mental vibrancy, and happier relationships using universal quantum touch principles. For more information, visit JenniferNoelleTaylor.com. Tune in to The Truth is Funny with Colette Steffen each Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show will have you thinking outside the box and riding the wave of infinite potential. Join Colette on the Higher Self Network, inspiring listeners to shine their brilliance and ensure success while roaring with laughter as they recognize the humor of the giant cosmic joke. Visit TheTruthIsFunny.com. Practice living in wholeness and achieve fulfillment in your life with your body in full service to you. Sign up for the Body Tune-Up. Six online classes designed for radical self-healing and self-regeneration. Go to CorneliaStephanie.com. Evolve. Become a practitioner now. Are you ready to shift gears from spiritual seeker to spiritual rock star? Let Nova Whiteman be your aligning force that will help you navigate the ups and downs of this human experience. Tune in to Spiritual Alignment Radio with Nova Whiteman every second Tuesday at 12 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more, visit NovaWhiteman.com. That's N-O-V-A-W-I-G-H-T-M-A-N.com. Is traditional medicine not working for you? Do you still feel as if your health isn't 100%? Here at the Holistic Medical Center, Dr. Nushin Darvish and the qualified staff look through the dimensions of wellness and start a healing plan prioritized to your needs. Our physicians assess the whole you until complete health is achieved. 
Get the help you need by visiting drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. Hey, everybody. Yeah. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's so great. I, I love doing this show because part of what we get to talk about is beyond juicy relationships, we get to talk about how to navigate through life with other human beings as well. Uh, Una, how can people find out more about you? How can they find out about your programs? Yeah, they can come to my website, unadrake.com. That's U-N-A-D-R-A-K-E.com. And you can read about me and what I do and uh, email me through my site or set up a, a time to talk with me. I offer a Juicy Love Discovery sessions and I'd love to talk with you. You can find the link for that right on my homepage. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's talk about this idea, right, of fairy tale expectations. And yeah. I think this is important, right? A absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, because, uh, you know, in the first segment, we were talking about how much focus on individuality and kind of independence there is, especially in American culture. Um, and, you know, again, while that has some positive things, uh, you know, it has some real downsides too, in that we have an epidemic of, of loneliness and isolation in our culture, especially. Uh, and the one exception, kind of the one pass that, that people seem to, to have in our culture for actually prioritizing a relationship is the primary romantic relationship, like a, a marriage partner, typically. And uh, people seem to idolize the idea of, of getting married. And it's really when it comes down to it, I feel it's mostly a, a fantasy. People have like these kind of fantasy ideas for what a marriage should be and what they're going to get out of it, essentially. Like they, they, they our expectations for a marriage partner you know, by and large in our, in our culture is fantasy land. If you think about it, I mean, a, a marriage partner has to be like your best friend has to be, you know, uh, someone to take care of you when you're sick, someone to be the perfect co-parent, someone to, uh, feel, you know, a passionate lover, like for the rest of your life, which in most cases is decades and decades and decades. Um, you know, someone has to, um, fill all of these roles that um, realistically, especially if you're talking about decades and decades of time, um, one person typically just can't fill all of those roles all the time. Uh, and it's, I think it's just setting, our, setting ourselves up for failure if we think that, you know? Um, I think that realistically nobody can be all of that for, you know, another person all of the time. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's just, it's a, it's a fairy tale. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. so I, I, th I think we need to be, um, more realistic. I kind of come down to earth. Now, obviously I'm, I'm a love coach, you know, yeah. I love, but I, I want people to succeed in their relationships, especially long-term. And that's where I think we really need an ecology of connection mm -hmm. around us and around our primary relationship. You know, having a romantic partner who fulfills a lot of your emotional needs in your life is fabulous, of course. But if you don't have, if you don't nurture other relationships outside of your primary relationship, in my opinion, you're setting yourself up for disappointment and ultimately, the, in many cases, the failure of that primary relationship. Uh, so I, I believe that both partners should have friendships that they nurture outside, you know, of the primary relationship. You know, guys can have guy time, you know, yeah. women can have girls nights or whatever, or whatever that is. And, and I think it's okay to have, you know, friendships with people of the opposite sex. I mean, it's, I, I think that we need other things that nurture us outside of just that one relationship. If too much pressure and emphasis is put on just one single relationship, uh, then uh, the instant that person falls down, or maybe they, you know, become sick, or they, you know, 
something comes up in their life, which it will happen. I mean, especially if you're talking about long periods of time, things come up for people. You know, we can't always we can't always perfectly fulfill all of the roles in our life all the time. I mean, we're human beings. Yeah. Uh, so um, I think having those kind of unrealistic expectations, you know, if, if, if there is so much emphasis on just that one relationship and then one of the partners becomes, you know, they get, again, something comes up and they can't perfectly fulfill that role. Then you can't, instead of, you know, relying on the strength of other connections and other, other, um, relationships uh it can destroy that single singular relationship do you see what i'm saying well and part of this is exactly what we've talked about on other shows is that we need to look to build points of harmony in our lives and you know when we uh, when we set out expectations that are, and i liked what you called it fairy tale expectations so we're not talking about what i like to call everyday expectations right there are some of those where you get into a relationship with somebody, whether it's a love relationship or a friendship, and there are things you expect from each other. Like I have a best friend. She has been my best friend for since 1973, right? And we have, we expect certain things from each other, right? And when, and when one of us doesn't show up in that way, we're honest with each other to say, are you okay? You know, is there a reason dot, dot, dot? Yeah. That's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about that. We really are talking about uh, fairy tale expectations that usually are not grounded in agreements. And even if they are in agreements, I wonder if they're mutual agreements. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Or, yeah. Or even if they are mutual agreements in, in some ways, I mean, uh, like, can you actually agree to be, you know, 100% in love with someone, you know, like romantically, you know, like passionately in love with someone for the rest of your life? I mean, I, I don't know if we can, I, I think a lot of people kind of have these expectations that their feelings are going to remain the same when the, what we can actually agree to our actions, you know, and like what we're actually going to do. So, and I mean, with feelings, I mean, you can, you can agree to nurture a relationship and you can agree to, um, oh, there you are. <laughs> um, you can, uh, you can agree to, um, you, yes, you can make certain specific agreements and the more conscious both parties are about what agreements they're making and, uh, and how they plan to keep those, uh, that's, that's best. <laughs> um, but I think, uh, when I see um, a lot of, say, marriage vows or people going into, um, especially, I guess I'm talking about marriage because there seems to be uh, an emphasis, uh, you know, an ideal idealization of marriage. Um, and uh, I just see, see it over and over and over again, like how much pressure people put on each other and on that singular relationship. Yeah, that's uh, right. I mean, and, you know, I think what I love about our society today, though, too, is that um, with the advent of social media, let me just call it that, because right now it is like way more than social media. I mean, the whole Instagram, the Pinterest, the live video, we are so far out of the social media realm the way it was intended. Here's what I want to say about this is there are so many places for us to connect we might go in the opposite direction where we're connecting with everybody else and we don't know how to connect with that one. We're going to talk about that when we come back, right? Sure. Yeah. Looking forward because to it. Because navigating, and this is what you said before, you know, the show today is really about navigating, right? The ecology of connection. And it doesn't always mean not enough. Well, yeah. And I, I think there's, there's a difference there. There's about presence, like being truly present versus having your energy scattered. Oh boy. That's it. Scattered energy. I think we know a little bit about that, right? Busy, us busy women doing what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a constant practice. <laughs> it is. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about something that I love talking about. Um, and Una's going to take us on the pathway 
you know, what is the navigation? What are the coordinates, if I might say, as we're navigating through community and connection? How important is it today? Is it as important today as it was, you know, maybe when you were growing up? Is it more important? Is it less important? And here's another one. Why is this important for us, especially if we're going to pass it down to children and grandchildren? Hopefully, community and connection is not a lost art. But I'm going to leave that up to Una Drake. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. Are you done being afraid to jump into the life that's waiting for you? Are you ready for a real shift? I invite you to tune in every Tuesday with me, Tracy L, on the Tracy L Clark Show, where we will teach you how to live your extraordinary life. At 8 a.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio, where I will provide the tools and the steps needed to help you transcend perceived limitations and move forward with an extraordinary life. For more information, visit me at tracylclark.com. Are you new to playing with the law of attraction or a seasoned pro looking for an easy and organized way to monitor your co-creation endeavors as you draw them from the immaterial planes into your physical reality? Then join me over at goldenotter.us for bi-monthly new and full moon rituals where we plant seeds of intention, then harvest the fruits of our desires as part of a dynamic community in the members-only Lunar Manifestations Forum. I'm Autumn Seibel, host of Golden Otter Radio, where the metaphysical meets the mainstream, and I can't wait to meet you. Tune in to E3 Influence Radio. Own your impact. Master your world. In this new hit show, Sarah Luce, empowerment coach and spiritual mentor, teaches us how to achieve our greatest potential to positively affect everything and everyone. The time is now to enlighten our minds, empower our hearts, and take energized action to raise the consciousness of our planet. Sarah shows us how with simple, easy-to-implement steps. To find out more about Sarah Luce and her E3 Influence program, visit sarahluce.com. What is holding you back from living the life you were meant to live? Why is it vital to believe in something bigger than yourself? Are you in physical or emotional pain? Tune in monthly to Vibrant Purposeful Living. Awaken the vibrant life within you with Lou Paradise and Dr. Pat on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Lou's passion is to help everyone experience positive solutions for life. Find out more about Lou with Vibrant Purposeful Living at LouParadise.com. Knowledge Book Radio with Marge Potasik has a special gift for everyone out there. To receive three chapters of the Knowledge Book as a special gift, send your email to mmjp99 at gmail.com. That's Amazon Mary, Amazon Mary, JP99 at gmail.com now to receive this fabulous, fabulous gift of the Knowledge Book. Do you believe you are meant to live with more joy, but you're just not sure how to get it? What does the phrase, give me the joy, make you feel? Join me, Lynn Horde, every second and fourth Thursday, 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern, on the Give Me The Joy Show, as I take you on a journey to peel back the layers so you can take back your joy. To find out more about my work as the Joy Coach, including my popular programs, Joy School and Joy at Work, visit lynnhorde.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome back. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. Thank you so much for that. Uh, This is Your Juicy Love with Una Drake. I'm Dr. Pat. I get to hang out here uh, with Una. Una, how can people find out more about you, the work that you do with people to discover Juicy Love uh, and, and some of the upcoming events you might have? Sure. Just uh, go to my website, unadrake.com. You can read about me, what I do. You can schedule a Juicy Love discovery session with me. You can read my blog posts. Uh, There's lots of information there. So just uh, take a look, unadrake.com, U-N-A-D-R-A-K-E.com. Check it out. And I'd love to hear from you. Thank you, Una. Listen, we've been talking about navigating the ecology of connection today. Uh, We've talked about what individualism is versus isolation. We've talked a little bit about community and connection. You've also talked about what the waters of fairy tale expectations look like. Uh, And, you know, now what we're looking at is this wider range of relationships that have to do with the communities we live in, how we connect in those and how we don't. 
And I think you and I were saying during the break that part of this is that there are people that literally belong to online communities of people which they've never met. So now we have a couple different kinds of things to look at here. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, um, definitely in our in our world today, our online connections are very important for many of us, which I think that's can be really positive in some ways. But I believe that online connections can help us feel like we're not alone. It can help us reach out. But I believe that there's a real difference between only interacting with people in an electronic format versus actually spending time with people in real life, you know, like when you're actually in the room next to another person. And, and I, I think for, from a human standpoint, um, having real one-to-one in the same room, same space and actual like touch connection, especially like just be able to give a friend a hug or, you know, to touch the hand of someone that you're with um, and to actually be able to really look into their eyes and, you know, hear them, you know, right across the table from you or on the couch or something is that's different. It provides a different level of connection than just being uh, like plugged into social media or the, or the internet. Um, and I, I think it's a mistake to allow our energy to get so diffuse that we focus on our electronic connections or our internet, social media connections to the detriment of our real life people that maybe we live with like our part, you know, primary partner or our children or, you know, real like friends and family that are in our actual life in our real world. (laughs) Right. Same house. Um, You know, that's, uh, and and I think it can be a challenge. I know for me sometimes, you know, I'll uh, have had a busy day and I come and sit down. This happened last night. I sat down on the couch next to, you know, my, my partner and he was saying something and I literally had to pause him and say, I'm sorry, I need to pause and become and get present, you know? And I, and I literally had it cause my mind was, it was diffused. It was on the email that I had, you know, sent half an hour ago or this communication, that communication, the text I'm getting on my phone, I need to set that down and whew, get present and realize and like land in my body, land where I'm at so that I can really show up for in this case, my partner, or when my kids are home from school, you know, hey, uh, how, it's not just like, oh, how was your day? What did you do at school? Just as a service thing, like I need to actually be there if I expect them to show up. You know, if they, if I expect my kids to like really open up and talk to me about what's actually going on, I need to be present. Yeah, if I'm not present. How can I expect them to be present? Oh yeah. You know? Oh, you know, you're talking about something. I'm thinking about this, really. And what you said is so important. Sometimes we get really bogged down with thinking it's like the super big stuff we have to do, right? And I I was just taken back to my mom. And one of the things she would do, I can't remember which day of the week it was, that we'd come home from school and there would be hot cornbread and milk. And that was a ritual that we did. And I think it was like a Thursday. It wasn't like a Friday. It was like a Thursday or a Wednesday or something. And we'd all come home from school and we'd have this hot cornbread, which of course we took and put in the milk and then ate with the spoon because that's the way she did it. Uh, And I remember the day that we came home and a Thursday and it wasn't there. Mm. And all of us, I mean, it was so unusual, right? But that's, that is a, it's not a small thing because it took my mom time to make it, but it was so appreciated it. We appreciate it. Now, I have to tell you that it, it wasn't that she stopped doing it. It's that she had gone out and didn't get back in time. And when she got back, she made it. But we had been so aware of the love in that. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And when it didn't happen, you missed that connection, I'm sure. Oh, that- yeah. Yeah, having rituals and routines in our life um, can help us really connect with with the people around us. Uh, I mean, that, I wasn't even planning to to get into that, but that's a really good point. Is that sometimes having something regular built into our our routine can help give us kind of the punctuation marks that we need to get present with the people who are around us and prioritize it. I mean, yeah. honestly, um, 
you know, some people connect with their community and, and relationships uh, through, say, like going to church or I, I'm, I do shamanic work. So I have a journey circle that I go to on a regular basis basis, like a shamanic journey circle. And it's, that's a very important part of my life because I can connect with the people there and I can, it helps me connect with spirit. And it's just like a, a pause and a punctuation in, in my month that is really helps me connect to, to different relationships and, and um, feeds me in a way that I don't get any other way, for example, you know, so I think, uh, you know, some people get this, um, you know, my, my partner has a, his, a really good friend of his that he, goes and they have kind of bro time, you know, like guy time in right. video games every Monday, you know, because right. that works for them. And he gets fed in that relationship in a way that he doesn't get any other way. And he misses it when he can't. Now, you know, if something happened, I mean, it's not like, you know, I mean, if I was sick or, you know, something like that, I mean, he would, you know, he, he shows up when he needs to show up, but we also allow each other to have, uh, you know, in, in in our relationship, we allow each other to have other friendships to get fed in other ways. And I think that's really important. Oh, you know? it is. I, I, for example, I go play table tennis and Wednesday evenings, one of the days I go play and I go play on Saturday and they're different groups of people. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and it's very hard for people like you and people like me that are out in the public and people know we're out in the public. So they know us by our public thing, like Dr. Pat, right? So somehow they, my, my table tennis buddies, men and women, by the way, more men, uh, they, they found out that I do the show and the network. And, and so, right now, all of a sudden, there's a different expectation upon how I behave when I play Una. So, right. Mm. I mean, so here I am, I'm playing a sport pretty assertively so now i'm aware of this now believe me i don't act out i'm not in my 20s anymore if i miss a point i don't act out but it's fascinating to see how uh what people expect of us can carry over and that's what we're going to talk about when we come back sometimes that you know the expectations for who we are in one situation become unrealistic for us in another and I think that what we're talking about is how do you stay true to yourself? How do you be who you are in all of those connections? Even though if you're going to go have some bro time, raw <laughs> time, row time, whatever that is, it may get a little crazy and a little wild. We're going to talk about that. When we come back, we're going to talk about who is going to take us on a journey. How do we create this ecology of connection? And yeah, every once in a while, I may say a cuss word when I'm playing <laughs> that ping pong game, but I'll never throw my racket. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Barbara Scheidegger, clinical hypnotherapist and founder of Swiss Hypnotherapy. And this is a tip with purpose. So here it is. You tell yourself again, I cannot lose weight. Let's reverse that. Tell yourself, I'm going to dump my weight. My weight is melting while I'm eating these things, the good things. And feel and see yourself shrinking, getting smaller and smaller. Enjoy the food you're eating. And when you put the food in your mouth, taste it, savor it. How do you feel? And swallow it slowly, comfortably and easy and tell yourself, this is good for me. I am dumping my weight or I'm melting my pounds. Tell yourself, yes, I can. Positive action can only bring positive results. Did you know that all of the shows on the Transformation Radio Network are available as podcasts to stream or download? Really? Check us out. Go to transformationradio.fm. We have business shows, spiritual shows, energy healing shows, and pretty much everything in between. Something for everyone guaranteed to inspire, educate, and transform. We are transforming the world one listener at a time. Thrive is what we experience when our mind, body, and soul operate as one. When we thrive, we excel on all levels. Thrive is the mindset that matters. It is essential to our being. 
Have you ever found yourself looking for the instruction manual on how to thrive? You'll find everything you need to help you feel strong, powerful, and peaceful in your own body. So don't waste any more time. Visit thrivebyjen.com today. On the cutting edge of the new mainstream, Christine Upchurch is passionate about bringing together science, psychology, and spirituality in a way that can be applied to our everyday lives for true transformation. The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey, engages some of the most outstanding visionaries on the planet in lively dialogue to inspire you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Join Christine every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW, AM 1150, and Transformation Time. Talk radio. Learn about the heart and soul of justice. In Law and Disorder Radio, Megan Lyons will be raising the universal consciousness by empowering listeners with their own inner strength. Megan will show you how to find true healing and inner peace through the art and practice of self-love. From victim to victor. Tune in every first and third Friday, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on Transformation Talk Radio. For more information about Megan Lyons, visit her website, enterthelightllc.com. Yeah, everybody, look at your juicy love, Una Drake. Una, this is really so fun, navigating the ecology of connection. I mean, um, I'm reminded of the ways that I think I've had to be creative about connecting because I work a lot. I'm very connected to my team. Uh, They're enormous, fabulous, talented people. I love them. Um, And I would do everything with them, which would be a little bit out of balance. They would be like, okay, please, I've got a life, leave me alone. Um, But I've had to create other ways to connect in life, right? Oh, absolutely. We were just kind of chit-chatting during the break. I wish we would have recorded that break because we were kind of chit-chatting about how we had to be creative, right? Yeah, definitely. So let's talk about how do we create the ecology of connection? I love you're talking about this because if there was a body of work that I would say to you, Una, please go in this direction and focus on it, it would be this. I think relationships die because we don't know how to connect, not just in the relationship, but outside of it, right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I've seen it uh, happen in my own life, you know, at at times when I have, uh, say, had an over-reliance on, uh, you know, a primary relationship. Uh, For me, this happened the most when I had young kids and I was a stay-at-home mom and I got pretty isolated, honestly. And um, I think it's important for... um, you know, if you find yourself in that situation where um, maybe you're are feeling isolated, or you know that you have an unhealthy uh, reliance on a on your primary relationship, um, what I say is try to focus on what brings you joy. You know, um, like I said in the introduction to the program, you know, one of my my primary purpose is to increase peace, joy, and love on planet Earth, and uh, you know. So, so part of that is joy and focusing on what brings you joy. And I think when we um, can connect to what brings us joy, then we can connect to other people that also uh, have joy around, uh, maybe it's a, a particular activity or, or topic, you know, maybe you like art or ping pong or, um, you know, also at, at one point I connected around people who are interested in, uh, you know, spirituality. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, me too. You know, and um, so you can connect with groups of people who um, who also find joy in what you find joy in, you know, or maybe it's video games, you know, and you want to just play video games with other people who enjoy that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. And uh, I was telling you that I learned how to play dominoes. Yeah, uh, I didn't have much of a childhood. So I didn't have a childhood where I read, uh, what do you call those story books? Uh, and I certainly didn't have a childhood of games. Uh, I grew up in the Bronx learning how to play poker at eight years old with Joe, Joe Maggio in his garage and roulette and because his dad owned uh, like an underground casino. So wow. games were not there. So I'm learning how to play these games. And one of them is this dominoes that I'm just fascinated by it. So we can step out of our box a little bit, right? 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sometimes we need to do that. And you were talking about how to connect. Maybe maybe you wish that you could reconnect with people in your life. You know, all of us get busy from time to time and maybe yeah. we inadvertently neglect some relationships that we would like to, you know, rekindle, but maybe we're not sure how to reach out. Um, you know, for me, I like, I like having people over. I like having dinner with people. So for me, uh, you know, sometimes when I've wanted to reconnect, I invite, you know, an old friend over for dinner, uh, because that that's comfortable for me, but you know, maybe it's through, uh, playing a game of dominoes. Maybe it's through meeting up for coffee. Maybe it's through inviting them to take a walk around green Lake Mm -hmm. or, um, Maybe there's an event in your community that you think that they would enjoy too. Like, you know, go to a, a craft fair or, you know, what, what, or an art gallery. Uh, you know, there's so many ways. Uh, we can almost think of yeah. it as uh, sometimes as like a date, you know, yeah. which, instead of going on a date like with a romantic partner, you can go on a date with a, a girlfriend or a relative that you haven't been in touch with in a while. You know, what you just said is really important. That would be the call to action today. Because if, it, unless we look at it as a date, as something that we look at our calendar and we say, you know what, Una, you're that important that this time here that we're going to pick out together, whatever it is, we're going to do fun, maybe drive over to Vashon, whatever it is, this is it. This is a priority. I love the idea of scheduling a date with your BFF, right? Absolutely. Or, 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 your, or a bro date right? Whatever that, whatever you want to call it, or, you, you know, to get it on the calendar for real, because mm-hmm. if you don't, tomorrow comes, an hour comes, something else comes up in your life, the kids are sick, the computer is not working, the clients, you know, are, are overbooked. And those relationships fall to the bottom. Yeah, yeah, it's so true. I mean, what we prioritize you can see what someone prioritizes by what they actually put on their calendar, what they make time for, what they show up for. Uh, so, um, yeah, if you want to prioritize relationships in your life, then put them on your calendar, make it happen, you know? Um, and I guess I want to give, I want to circle back. You were talking about electronic relationships and stuff like that. And, um, I I think it reminded me one thing, honestly, my sister, one of I have a sister who's really my best friend, but she has lived on the East Coast in New York for uh, quite a few years. But one way that we prioritize our connection and our relationship with each other is through scheduled phone calls. And, uh, you know, we'll we'll talk for like half an hour, an hour or more at a time. And also sometimes we do um, uh, like Skype dates, you know, where we can actually talk face to face. I but- love that do it over like uh, a Skype or Zoom or some other technology, but we're, it's almost, it's not as good as being in the same room with her, but at least we're able to, um, you know, we make time for that connection. It's like, it's literally a day. Sometimes we call it a Skype happy hour and we'll both like get a that. glass of wine or something and we'll just connect, you know, as if we were at a, a restaurant or something or she was. I love that. I, you know, I hadn't thought about Skype. But, you know, now we're really uh, talking about your area of expertise, and that is helping people navigate so that we know how to be in this world, be of this world, and be together as human beings. And I think what you're talking about is really the next wave of relationship learning that you, of course, are an expert in. Um, This is really important. It's not just for our livelihood and ourselves, but so that we can make sure we're staying whole and complete. Absolutely. Yeah, right? Yeah, because um, I think the more whole and complete and healed and healthy that we can be when we show up for a romantic relationship, and yes, I do mostly help people with romantic relationships, but I think in order to have a healthy romantic relationship, it needs to exist within this ecology of connection. And that's where, um, honestly, if someone, and, and I've, I've worked on cl- with clients on this, if they come to me and they really don't have a strong like friend network or you know family members in the area that they spend time with, if they're truly, truly isolated, 
then honestly, I think it's the best thing that they can do is to develop a healthy friend network, social network, you know, develop connections that don't have the added pressure and intensity of a romantic relationship. Um, it, it's, it's important to develop a rich ecology of connection before, really, I think, before you go after a, a, a romantic relationship in a serious way. And even once you have found that person that you want to spend the rest of your life with, that you still independently and as a couple develop the ecology of connection that can support your relationship, that primary relationship in tough times and in good times. You know, you want to have a community around you that you can celebrate with or who can bring you dinner if a tragedy strikes, you know? I know. And, you know, we've all been through that. Um, you know, you are um, very sought after, uh, sought out relationship expert. And this is so important because if we're going to have a juicy love, we have to have a juicy love with ourselves, as you have said many times, but also with the people that are close to us. I want to thank you so much. Please give out your website. And, and last question, what's your personal message? What do you want to leave us with today? You are loved and you have brilliant, beautiful love to share with those around you. So don't be afraid to reach out to your friends, your family members, people in your community. Let them know that you care. Let them know that, that they are a priority in your life. And make a date with a friend to increase that ecology of connection that's around you and your partner. And give your partner space to do the same thing. You'll both be happier for it. So thank you. And you can find out more about me on my website, unadrake.com, U-N-A-D-R-A-K-E. Read more about me, get a hold of me, email me, set up an appointment. I'd love to talk with you and um, have a juicy love and juicy life. You've been listening to Your Juicy Love with me, Una Drake. Tune in each month as Dr. Pat and I co-host together creating juicy conversations and every second Monday at 12 p.m. on Transformation Talk Radio. I interview amazing guests and you'll learn how to transform your relationships so you can stay juicy. To learn more about me or to listen to past shows, visit my website at unadrake.com. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.